before the podcast, a super quick overview of the game. Valorant is a first-person shooter that involves two teams of five players that complete on several different maps. Each player has an assigned role to support their team and achieve their objective. Welcome to the Our Valorant Podcast. Harrison here with Peter and Ben for our first episode this year recording from Mount Carmel College. We'll be discussing our personal experience throughout our time playing this game, which may be like what you experience. We'll try to refrain from using too many terms used by the Valorant community so that beginners will understand the podcast. This is a great podcast for those looking to start playing Valorant. Okay, let's go on with the podcast. Hey guys, how are you guys doing in school right now? Yeah, good. I think there's more and more homework now, but I think I can keep up. Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you very much. That's good to hear. All right, guys, let's let, let's talk about your experience. And when did you start playing Valorant? My friends started playing Valorant together, I think, in late 2019. I joined their voice call and heard them laughing out loud and blowing into their mics. After hearing this, I was so eager to start playing. In my first game of Valorant, I had one small cool moment. I was focusing on a corner where I expected the enemy to move past with my Odin, which is the best machine gun in the game. One enemy after another walked into my crosshair as I held down left click. Three back-to-back eliminations that round. My teammates started freaking out. The beginning of my Valorant gaming experience started in 2020 when I got a laptop that could barely run the game. I got my friends to teach me how to play. I never played a first-person shooter before until I was introduced to Valorant by my friend. After a while, I saved enough money to get a computer that could run the game very well. And ever since then, I've been playing Valorant. Can you tell me your very first hype moment? My first hype moment was truly a truly lucky shot. I remember playing a game of Valorant in my dark room late at night. I was having a slow, frustrating start. I was dying round after round from enemies behind. Then, in the middle of the game, I had the higher ground against the enemy. Feeling lucky, I jumped off and did a 360 mid-air before eliminating the enemy with my sniper. This was a very lucky shot. My teammates started blasting into their mics, hyping me up. Damn, that would have been a nice shot to see. Very, very interesting. My first hype moment in Valorant experience is landing a Viper lineup that got three eliminations. It was like another Friday night, me and Harrison got into a competitive game. After doing two death matches to ensure our aim was on point. We queued a comp game and we sat there for five minutes trying to get in. We finally got into a game. One round was a 1v3 situation and the bomb was planted. So I used my lineup that I learnt to eliminate the enemies trying to defuse the bomb. I had to get the timing right or they could defuse the bomb. So I lined up my hot bar where it needed to be and released the snake bite or the poison grenade. So it lands on the bomb and I eliminated all the enemies and won the round. Very cool. Now let's discuss the changes the games from past updates and what changes you guys would like. One thing I'll change about Valorant is the matchmaking system for the competitive game mode. I've had many bad experiences playing this game mode, but there's one that stands out. So, I was playing a competitive game with friends. At the start of the game, when everyone's ranks are shown, 
I saw that the enemy team had a player that was a diamond rank. This was much higher than silver and gold rank, the ranks that my team had. Everyone on my team was shocked. Every corner I peeked, I was instantly eliminated by this high-ranked player. In that game, my team lost with a score of 0-13, and the high-ranked player got 50 eliminations. I believe that diamond-ranked players should not be allowed to play in such low-ranked lobbies. The thing that I would change in Valorant is the Viper nerf. It was like any other day at school. I walked in the gates from the train station. I looked over my right shoulder and there my friend was standing there. I walked over to him not knowing what was about to happen. He looked at me dead in the eyes and said, Viper's nerf. I was in pain. I didn't know what happened or what they changed. He said, it's going to be all right. She's still good. So I'd like to change it back to the old one because she's not as good as she used to be, but still playable. What do you think the biggest change to Valorant throughout the years? What was your reaction? The biggest change to Valorant in my time playing is the nerf on the Ares, which is a machine gun in the game. On the day of these changes, I was rushing to my room, ready to play a game and abuse the strength of the Ares. Suddenly, an update icon appeared on my screen. I quickly checked the patch notes to see the details of the update. I saw the saddening changes. I was heartbroken. That moment, I realized that the Ares was no longer able to rival other popular weapons. My biggest change in Valorant for me is removing Split, which is a map in Valorant. I remember when the the patch note came out, the community was going crazy. When I looked on social media, there were videos like RIP Split, Split is getting deleted. So the new season of Valorant started. As I'm updating the game, I felt sad because it was my favorite map as it was the first map I got an ace on as well as learning Viper lineups on. I sad for it to go out of competitive and eroded, but they left it in custom games so people can still play it, the map with friends. Very interesting. An ace is when you eliminate entire enemy team during one round. Walk me through your very ace. My favorite ace was when I was playing a competitive game of Valorant. In one round, I roughly knew where the enemies were and silently flanked their position with my small firearm. In front of me were all five enemies, equipped with rifles. My heart rate skyrocketed. I took a deep breath. I eliminated the entire enemy team with five clean critical hits. The enemy team was flabbergasted. Oh, my first A's was on a, sun- Sunday, a Saturday night. I got into a comp, comp game as it was my rank-up game. I was in a 1v5 situation at overtime. All my teammates have died, and Harrison lost open me in this situation. I used my ultimate to hide inside the inside it. The, enemy's team, the enemy team pushed up as I eliminated them one by one, an ace, to win the game and help the team win the whole game. Everyone was hyped. Harrison was lost for words. Valorant offers several maps, each with its design and layout. What is the worst map? The worst map has got to be Icebox, as there's, there are many angles where enemy defenders can be. One time, I was peeking an angle, expecting one enemy. Instead, I saw three enemies, one on top of a generator, one on top of a rafter, and one hanging from a rope. 
all three of the enemies saw me and eliminated me instantly. There are many other areas on Icebox where enemies can do this. I personally like Icebox. The worst map in Valorant is Fracture. The reason why I dislike the map is that it is so attacker sided. This means the attackers have get an advantage because there are more areas for them to push to the site. This means the defenders have to spread out more, making it harder to protect and predict the site the enemies will go. This means you are more likely to win rounds on attacking than it is on defending. Okay, valid. Now let us reflect on the impact of Valorant on our lives. One thing about Valorant that you do not get with other games is the cool design of the in-game cosmetics. Valorant features skins that change the looks and animations of weapons. Premium skins in Valorant make back-to-back eliminations very satisfying, such as the RGX Vandal. I believe that the cosmetics in other games cannot be compared to those in Valorant. The one thing I enjoy about Valorant that I do not get with other games is hype moments with friends. The satisfaction of getting multi-kills and hitting successful or lucky shots then team freaking out is truly unforgettable, especially when you do something really crazy. How would your life be different if you did not play Valorant? If I did not play Valorant, I would have more time to spend with family and friends, as well as for homework and other hobbies. With this free time, I could also do more activities in and out of school and focus on developing new skills and friendships. My life would be very different if I didn't start playing Valorant. The first thing that would change is I would have more free time to do other hobbies. This would make me more t- have more time to do different stuff I enjoy and hang out with fan- friends and family. By not playing Valorant, there would, be, there would not be many things to, to talk about with friends. If you enjoyed our podcast and would like to hear more episodes from Mount Carmel College, you can check them out on our podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was produced by me, Ben and Peter for Mount Carmel College in this partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the channel to hear heaps of other podcasts. Catch you later.